Yo, what up? Welcome back to The Talking Woman. It's your girl, Ivy. I'm the woman talking. And yes, part two, volume two. What has happened with Buffalo Man and this Scorpio motherfucker? <laughs> Yo, I needed to make a part two to this because... To be honest, I didn't listen to the first episode in a long time. I think I listened to it a couple times after I put it out and then I just never went back because I feel like it's going to be cringy to listen to the shit that I was talking about in the space that I was in and a lot has happened since. So, you know, I felt like it deserved a follow up because that episode is getting so many listens and a lot of people said they've I've helped them, but also I know some people have some conflicting feelings about it. So I'm going to address a lot of shit. Things have changed. Things have changed, girl. Get that cup of tea. So what happened since February? I also have my girl here, Franchi. She she knows this bitch motherfucker. <laughs> she was uh I can't even know what's in the middle. I know. You, she was uh he reached out to her. She's the one he reached out for my birthday and planned that whole thing. Um but anyway. <sighs> Since February what happened we we were we were dabbling into back into each other's lives we had we dipped our toes back in a little bit and our feet got wet and um I guess we found that place of comfort again and I had gone back to see him before I left for Asia and when I was in Hong Kong is when he actually listened to that first episode. Because people were like, uh, you know that he's going to be listening to this, right? I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. And he did listen to it. And he was actually very proud of me. And he sent me like this 10 minute voice note after he listened to it. And he was like, man, I'm so proud of you. And just happy that I was, that I started this podcast and um, you know, he, he wasn't angry. He thought I articulated myself well, and I told the story well, and he actually wanted to be a part of this part. Like, cause I, I, I always knew that I wanted to do a part two and he wanted to be a feature on it. <laughs> like motherfucker, you think that you're going to get on this podcast? Although I would be open to the idea just because I would grill his ass and I know that he can't back up any of the shit that he says. So it would be interesting, but I feel like we would fight a lot. Um, but anyway, it's just weird because in my last podcast, we didn't end on horrible terms. But now I can say that we ended on very bad terms. I mean, I've we've talked on and off up until like Friday this weekend was actually the first 
time we met last year, he came down to Toronto and we had that magical weekend. So, you know, your girl was in her feelings. Um, it was a lot of back and forth, though. Um, what happened while I was away on my trip is it was weird he showered me with love to be honest and he was like man I'm gonna miss you like you're gonna be gone for so long it just I got sucked in I got sucked in I was the fool who played along and let it happen um and then he obviously took it all away it was strange he opened his heart up again and then right away almost immediately was like yo uh this isn't like i gotta take space from you and i'm just like well what (laughs) what's going on and he's like i don't know he's like where do you think this is going right now and I was like, you know what, this is something I actually really wanted to talk to you about. And, you know, I went on this trip for myself. I needed to get the fuck away because I just had, I was having a long mental breakdown, you know, and I wanted to just really get into myself and I needed to step away from everything here in Toronto and and my life just so I can get a different perspective. I can just, you know just a a little bit of self-discovery um and I was I was hurting so much because I didn't know what was going on with us and I did plan to come back to North America and just be like yo okay let's figure this out like is this happening are we trying to work things out are we going to find a way to be with each other or should we just cut our losses let's just stop talking and but at least we can have that conversation lay everything out on the table and walk away from everything knowing that okay this is this is what we need to do this is what needs to happen but he didn't give that to me he just kind of cut me off to be honest like he just cut me off and didn't give me much of an explanation he just kept saying I need to go I need to go I can't be in your life out of nowhere and I lost my shit because I obviously wasn't expecting it just like I wasn't expecting him to break up with me that first time um and yo I came back home like fuck this bitch fuck this motherfucker like you can't be in and out of my life like that like nah like go live your fucking best life you want to go be a hoe by all means be a hoe use a free man boo go do your thing catch an std go get some random baby mamas i don't give a fuck anymore and of course while i was in that space he comes back in and fucking talks to me but now it was different he he comes at me now with no remorse for what he's done he keeps saying shit that pisses me off like 
yo, I know I hurt you, but it wasn't my intention. You get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Are you stupid, bro? You you can't. It, you, that's not an apology when you come up to somebody and be like, yo, I'm sorry, but it was my intention. And just start explaining yourself and justifying every little fucking thing you did. You don't know what you fucking did. You think that you need to apologize, but you don't even know what you're apologizing for. And that was him. And to this day, he feels no remorse. He thinks he's done nothing wrong. He thinks everything makes sense. And to be honest, nothing made sense to me. He went on about this whole, um, I don't think monogamy is for me. Bitch, I knew that. We talked about this from the fucking beginning. We talked about being open to all kinds of things. Like just finding a way to make whatever work between us and make sure that both of us are happy and we get what we want. He didn't try to work with me to find to find what works for us you know what I mean he just he was just like nah I can't be the man you want and just walked away and then just came back whenever he pleased and walked away and I let him do that I let him do that yo and that's so stupid of me but oh man those rose-colored glasses they are dangerous because I wore them and I didn't take them off for a long ass time girl a long ass time And there are times where I just miss him so much. I miss what we had and I really have to sit down and think about it because I'm like, why am I hurting still? Why does this hurt me so much? Why do I still feel this magnetic pull to him? Why do I still have these emotions? Because I actually don't want to be with him because I don't like who he is. He doesn't come from a place of love anymore. He actually comes from a place of darkness and I feel that. And I think he's inverted so much and dove so deep into himself that he's just trapped in this really toxic mindset. But he thinks that it's right. He thinks he's right about everything. It's He's so fucking stubborn. He's so stubborn. And he just can't see things from a different perspective like it's only what he sees like for someone who was so open-minded he became so narrow and I was like what's going on with you like you walked away from this relationship to try to be a better man and where's that growth I saw nothing like I feel like he got worse I feel like he was so much more open when we first met and there was so much love in him and all of that was ripped. I don't know. There's just something off. And I didn't like it. And I don't like it. And I think about it. I'm like, I don't like the way he treats me. I don't want to be with someone like that. I don't want to be with someone who's so obsessed with sex, who makes excuses. Here's the thing about non-monogamy is that it's not about sex. Because I've, I've talked about it with some friends too. And they're like, oh, so you'd let your man fuck other girls i'm like it's not about sex it's about if they really wanted to pursue something or explore another connection like it doesn't have anything to do with sex if it gets to that point then you know it's a discussion like everything's open on the table but it's not an excuse to go around doing whatever the fuck you want because you still nurture the relationship that you're in there's still commitment involved and i don't think people realize that and I don't think he realized that because he would talk about, oh, you know, while I like nurturing a relationship, like I want to do, I don't know what the fuck he said. It had to obviously do something with sex. I don't know. Um, and that's what pissed me off 
and it made me feel gross. It made me feel unworthy. It, it really hit my self-confidence and I started getting insecure and feeling all these things I didn't feel in the beginning and before I met him. Um, I felt like it was triggering so much ugliness in me and I'm like, I don't like this. So I don't want to be with a man who's like that. I don't want to be with a man who doesn't want me. I don't want to love someone who doesn't love me back. And even the way I loved him, I didn't like that. I didn't like the way I loved him. I, in the beginning, yes, but at some point I just, yo, I feel so much anger towards him. I have so much anger towards him and he never gave me the space to be angry. It's like, you know, um, it's like walking up to someone and slapping them and that person reacts and you get mad at them for reacting. And I know reacting is not the greatest thing, but there there has to be some steam that comes off. There's got to be space for that. And there was no space for that on my part. He didn't give a shit. I went through so much alone things that I don't want to disclose. Disclose. I said that weird. But I don't want to say on this podcast, as, as raw and vulnerable I'm becoming, there are certain things that I want to keep to myself. But it was hard on me and to be on my own and when I told him um he tried to be supportive but it turned out to again be a fight and put things on me I don't know it just got so messy guys it got messy as fuck and I hated it and he's been coming to Toronto and he doesn't tell me like he came to Toronto after I came back home from my trip and he um, he pulled some fucked up shit and, and, and did some shady shit, but it, it was really messed up. It, it had me all messed up because I'm like, yo, you came to my fucking city and you didn't hit me up. And I've been trying to have this conversation with you and you just denied that. You know, I felt like he controlled um, what could be said and what couldn't be said, when it could be said um, and when it can't. Like, I got... I just felt like a crazy person. You know, when you just feel crazy and you're just talking, like you're hitting your head against the wall. That's what I felt like with him. He was, he was just a different person. That's how I know I'm like, I don't like him. Like, I don't like who he is. So I know I don't want to be with him, but like, why do I still feel attached? And I've been learning a lot about detaching myself from people. And I've been, I was able to do that with him, but then I have my moments of weakness and I'm able to do that much better with other people in my life. But when it comes to him, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. It's a process. And I think because this weekend was the weekend I met him, I've been in my emotions like, holy shit, it's been a year. Everything has come full circle. And um, I messaged him Friday, you know, I was just like, shit, I can't believe like a year ago I was driving to the hotel to come see you and we were about to have like the best weekend of our lives and we didn't even know it and he said I know he's like I know we fight and we don't agree on a lot of things but I do believe that you're my twin flame or my soulmate and some bullshit like that and reading that pissed me off so much because I'm like bitch are you serious you're calling me all of that but yeah you treat me this way and also you don't know what the fuck twin flames are you are definitely not mine you could have been a soulmate but i think that soulmates are here 
to hurt you. You know, they're here to teach you a lesson. And there's some type of lesson that I don't know. I Maybe I, I still haven't learned because I still feel the pain. But hearing shit like that come out of his mouth pisses me off. So I'm like, yo, why do you like why? Like, just don't tell me that. Cause, and he would say things like, oh, you know, I don't know how I'm going to find another girl like you and all. I'm like, but you had me. Like, you chose to walk away. So what the fuck is it that you want? I would get so confused. I'm like, so why is it that we aren't working things out? You know, I don't know what he wants. I think he just wants experiences with women just that are passing, that don't really have a foundation, that that, that don't build and and that's why I would get confused because when we were kind of back in each other's lives, he was talking about building with me and us building together. So everything he said was leading me on into believing that there was some type of future with us until he said that I don't see a future with you. And then I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck? But it's like, then why do you keep coming back into my life? And also, why do I keep letting him? Um... I also found out that this motherfucker is uh, dating some chick in Toronto. I found that out on Friday and I was fucking livid. This bitch comes to Toronto, eh? He comes to Toronto. And I don't even know it. And he tries to, he calls her his friend, but we all know who she is to him. I know he's not a fan of titles, so he's never going to give her that girlfriend title, but nobody drives from buffalo to toronto to spend weekends with a friend and i was like i hope to god i don't know this bitch and he's like i don't think you do she's pretty low-key like oh <laughs> where are my t-dot dogs at i wish i could just expose him and y'all could just see him down on the street and just give him a one-two kick for me like yeah like fuck you bitch fuck you out of you live in the states out of all 50 states you couldn't find a bitch somewhere else you had to come to my city the one place where i know i won't run into you like you're you're spending weekends here now with some next girl like he's he's been here in the past like was it may june july august whatever in the past like four months he's been here like way more times than he's been to toronto to be to see me <laughs> and it's a slap in the face like all of this is just a punch in the face for me and i got just i just gotta take it i just gotta take it and i gotta be this bigger woman and just be like oh yeah he's moving on let him live his life but you know what the fucked up thing is though because i have been moving on i have been having other connections and he didn't like that he didn't like that at all he didn't like that at all, even though he's always been someone who said, I don't ever want you to miss out on an experience, although he always made it about sex. Like I said, he's like, you know, in your trip, if you meet a hot guy and you want to fuck him, I don't want you to not fuck him because of me. I'm like, first of all, bitch, we ain't in a relationship. So if I wanted to fuck whoever I wanted, I would fuck them. But for me, it's not about sex. I'm not sex crazed where I need to just have this physical sexual attraction with someone I need to fuck all the time like no i can control myself if you can meet me where i am in my life if you can dive deep and meet me where i am then that's cool but it's not about sex 
and it always is with him and for him and that's where I feel like shit because I thought I would be enough and I wasn't and I'm okay with it now because I just know my value and I know my worth and I just know that it who's deserving of it now you know and he's not like he's not worth my time anymore um I still have moments of weakness don't get me wrong and I'm still trying to figure that shit out because I've never met anybody where I dove into something believing in it a hundred percent a hundred percent let me tell you when I met him I didn't have a doubt in my mind about him. I did not. I didn't question anything. I wasn't afraid. I was nothing. I was so brave. My guards were completely down, 100% down, and they've never been down. I don't think anybody's fully open and vulnerable like that when they meet someone. And yo, I was. I was like completely exposed to him. And I trusted it. And usually when you hear stories like that, it's always like, yeah, it worked out. Everybody should do this. Nah, man, it backfired in my fucking face. It blew up. And I'm afraid that I'm going to shut down and I'm going to have these walls up thicker than ever. And I'm trying not to be that person. I think it's pretty admirable that I was able to do that in this lifetime even if it's that one time um you know some people live their life like that they live their life vulnerable and open and they're brave enough to do that I think it's brave it's not stupid it's just brave because anybody can come hit you anybody can come shoot an arrow and you're gonna fall but you just get back up and do it all over again and Usually when that happens, we're just like, nah, let me wear some armor so I don't get hurt. And we just keep putting armor on ourselves to a point where we block out all the good. We try to block out the bad, but we also block out the good. And that's what I realized. Like I had all these guards up for so long and I've just been in this like really negative space for most of my life. And I was trying to block out the bad, but also the good. And somehow the bad was still there anyway. And so I guess I get, (laughs) I should get a fucking patch of honor or something for this bravery shit that I pulled. But wearing your heart out like that is scary as fuck, bro. And I don't know if I'll be able to do that 100% again. I mean, I want to be smarter about it for sure. I don't want to live my life in fear thinking that I'm not deserving of love or you know, relationships, whatever may come my way. I I understand that I don't need anybody to f- make me feel complete. I've never felt I needed that. I just am craving more connections. I do want more human connections because I feel like, yo, I've been good and solid alone for so long. Not 100%. I still got my fucked up shit to figure out. I, I definitely, there's definitely room for me to love myself more and more absolutely and I think I'm 
I, I want to focus more on that, but it's hard for me to connect with people. It's hard for me to find someone that I can just vibe with. Like I can't, it's awkward for me to be in social settings to meet new people. I'm awkward as fuck, bro. I'm awkward. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm just like, what do I say? Hey, how are I? Like, I don't, I don't, I just don't want to, you know, sometimes you just connect with someone. You're like, all right, it's easy. Like, this is how it is. Like you, my people. But when I meet people like that, those relationships end all the time. Like they got to go, they got to go. They could be here for a long time, but they got to go. You know, my soul sister, like that friendship ended and another friendship ended. And, you know, my, my friend circle just got real small. Um, and it sucks. I'm like, oh, man, I connected with you. Why you got to go? But I know I got to let you go and fly and do your thing. But it's like, uh, is this what life is? <laughs> I guess that's what detachment is all about, huh? Um, whatever. I don't want to. He was an asshole. I'm not going to sugarcoat that shit because I think I was being way too lenient on him on that first episode because I believed everything he said. But now that he's had how many months to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do when I see that this is the shit that you're pulling, bro. I mean, go fuck yourself. For some reason, I still have love for you, though. And he can do whatever he wants. It's, I mean, I don't like the fact that he's dating a girl from Toronto. But if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. I just hope I never fucking run into those motherfuckers. Because honestly, your girl can get a bit ratchet. <laughs> Somebody's gonna catch these hands. Um... Yo, I'd love to just smash his windows. <laughs> I shouldn't say incriminating things on this. I mean, I wouldn't do it. These are things I'd like to do, but I wouldn't do it, Frenchie. <laughs> Yo, she, you would let me because you've let me. You've let me. Remember the thing you let me do last time. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy, guys. <laughs> yeah i am yo it sucks it sucks it sucks that's all i can say i mean it still hurts but i definitely think i'm a better person for it but don't fucking make excuses for these lame ass motherfuckers and men need to yo y'all need to figure your shit out i don't know what the fuck is going on with y'all but you're like the, the level of stupidity seems to continuously just increase by, uh, like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying, but it's like, it's, like, are you getting dumber by the, by the minute? <laughs> They're getting lazy. Like, learn. When women speak, fucking listen and learn, okay? And same with women. I'm not saying that women are perfect and everything. Y'all got your motherfucking flaws, but... We really need to learn how to work together and listen, man. Just listen. Like, there's so much that people tell each other when they talk through their actions, through everything. And we don't really take it in. 
and you know analyzing this fucking scorpio buffalo motherfucker he's so confused i don't think that he really knows what he wants i don't think what he wants even makes sense to him and yo he would have had the best time of his life if he had continued what we had and he nurtured this thing we had like we could have created a great situation where both of us could have been happy you know and yo whatever you missed out it started off great you know Yeah, you liked him. You yeah. liked him a lot. And I got punched in the stomach. Like, oh, you, you fooled me. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. It was my stomach Oh, that I know. I know. I nobody was. I just start and then just vanished. Yeah, he vanished. He put a lot of effort in and for like two months. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yo, two, the, the, those two months he went hard. Yo. He went hard. I was like, damn, you right? I'm like, what? What? And then you just switched the fuck up like so fast. Let me get my drink. Yo, my girl made me cheesecake. I was like, I, I was joking. I was like, yo, why didn't you? Like, I just called her and I was like, why didn't you make me cheesecake? I called you. Oh, you called you me. Like, why are you calling me? Oh, yeah. I was like, why are you calling me? I'm <laughs> such an asshole. Because I wanted to see you. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to see you. Like, yeah, I cheesecake. Like, yeah, yeah, I was what? like, don't call me if you don't got cheesecake. And I come over and this girl's making me cheesecake. I was like, yo, that's, I can get away with that. Yo, I'm going to do that you every time. Not, no. Be like, yo, where you calling me? Where my nachos at, bitch? Well, I'm million dollars. Like, what the hell? Oh, I'm not Oprah. Oh, my God. Yay, we're going to have cake. All right, I'll wrap it. Wrap it up like a, like a, like a dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't this. Oh, alright. Well, where was I? I don't even know what I was talking about. Now my mind is on cheesecake. And then on him, just good. Right. Okay. Just Let's back. do some closing thoughts, people. I hope I wasn't too all over the place with this podcast. I really wanted to come from a very strong and certain place, but I, I don't feel that way all the time. Don't get me wrong, there are moments where I certainly feel that, <laughs> definitely feel that, but I have moments. Oh, I've never, <laughs> I've never felt this way about anybody. My boy the other day was like, yo, he had the good dick, didn't he? <laughs> he sure did. But it wasn't that great to, like, make me this hung up. Dicks are disposable, fam. But, sis, you got to get it together. I mean, I feel like I've gotten a lot of it together. 
y'all should have seen me a couple months ago. Holy shit. Um, I, I, I do see my, my resiliency in this. Um, I feel like I have a better understanding of things on my end. I think it'll always be confusing when I think about him because he's just a confusing ass person. I don't think he knows what he's talking about most of the time, but you know, I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring it out day by day, but I'm going to be all right. Like (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) I've got myself and I have like 75 different personalities. So it's always entertaining. (laughs) Um, but you know, I gotta really let him go and close the door completely. And I, I feel like I've done it a couple times, but I didn't realize that there was always a crack open. And I know in my heart of hearts that he would never, he doesn't have what it takes to be with me. You know, you gotta have what it takes, man. I'm a lot, but I'm fucking worth it is a crazy thing. And a lot of people don't see me. They don't see me. They don't see that divine feminine. And it takes a certain pair of eyes. And I've met a couple people who I've seen that. And I'm also starting to see that I don't only have unhealthy relationships with men. I have some wonderful friends in my life. Like, I got some good guy friends, man. And they show me a lot of love, so many different kinds of love and and protection and just care. You know, they look out for me and they're men. And I always thought, Scorpio, Buffalo, motherfucker. <laughs> he was, oh God, I feel so weird saying motherfucker. Like, <laughs> it's like motherfucker. <laughs> anyway. I feel like I said that word a lot. I usually don't say that word, but like with him, it seems appropriate. <laughs> um, they've, they've really helped me out, you know, um, and, and helped me connect some healthy relationships with men in my life. Cause I, I never really took in the friendships. Um, I've got some great dudes, man. And he ain't nothing like them. He ain't nothing like them. And, I know I'm coming off very fiery and like, fuck this motherfucker, because fuck him. (laughs) But I'll always want him to, to be a better man, whether he can be it or not is up to him. But hopefully he can. But if he's not, you know, it's not my problem. It's not my problem. It's a closed story and I know there's just a little bit a little part of me that's still just just sad I don't know I gotta figure that shit out there's just something there that I haven't been able to figure out yet um but a lot of it has been figured out so I think I'm all right but it's just a few little ends that I gotta tie up but I felt like that story needed a follow-up because I think some people definitely saw the leniency and maybe the manipulation and naiveness of what I was saying because I was wearing those rose-colored glasses, but they're definitely off, honey. They're definitely off, and I see things for what they are. You know? Yes, girl. And um, 
do you have anything to say about this piece of mother? <laughs> She's like, no, I ain't got no words. You don't deserve nothing. Yeah. Say, 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 say it into the mic. Say it with your chest. I said he was like a little devil that just came and just, you know, like the little devils and Satan. You know when they come and they're like, ooh, here can be. <laughs> and then they're like, ooh, you thought. And then you just run away. That was that. It was definitely a manipulative situation. Yeah, I think... I think in the beginning his intentions were real and they were there, but, but something happened? I know, right? That's the thing. It's like something happened and what I think happened is that shit got real and it made too him real. way too real. It made him really look at himself as a person, really think about, yo, wait, who am I? Can I be with this girl? Because he knows to be with me he's gotta step his fucking game up and he wow. wasn't ready to do that. Yeah, I think that's what, like, it was like, yo, it's like, oh, everything's great, it's cool, then, whoa, this is, this is not fake, this is real. Yeah. There are emotions, I'm feeling things. Yeah. I can't bear it. Exactly. I think it's the first time he really felt something for someone. Yeah. I don't know if he loved me, though, to be honest, I don't think he did. I think he thinks he, he still says it, he thinks he did, but I don't think so. I think he just was very infatuated by me because he's never met someone like Aww. me but he did after that it wasn't love like he just doesn't come from a place of love like he there's like he treat, he treated me like shit yeah, you know yeah we we froze we froze that time we had together and that was it and we kept like reminiscing about that and talking about that and like oh my god we were this but it was it was again it was that point where we were just high you know you're just high off whatever like drunk off love and all those fucking metaphors that we use and that was it but when it came to real shit and and really pursuing this he couldn't do it he couldn't do it and I wish he had fucking known that before he he, yeah. he stepped before in. Yeah, I just got into this. It was like a tsunami. Just, you mm-hmm. just got stuck in. Yeah, yeah. And just because he did those things for me in the beginning, like, I think I was, like, I, I definitely was being a little bit, a little dumb in a sense where I, I thought, wow like you know someone's finally treating me the way I want them yeah. to and and I really got sucked in and I thought this was my only opportunity to have a relationship or someone that I I really connected with because yeah. I've never connected with anybody this way oh, and yeah and and I think that's been hard for me because I keep thinking oh that was my only chance but it wasn't and even if it was that's a shitty fucking chance yeah. <laughs> with the shitty fucking person and it's like it's got to be better than this like i need somebody who knows how to hold it down who's strong enough yeah i hope so <laughs> i hope so i just want to focus on me and be good get back to myself and this time it's different because i know and you know i don't have I don't think I've been this alone in my life. I think this is the first time because I always had my friends, my social life and all that. Like I still had 
people around me. So I didn't necessarily, I didn't care about relationships and boys and all that. And now that all of that is gone, I'm really, I just have a bunch of space. And my friend, this is what she, she, I was talking to her and she put it this way. Shout out to my Siamese cat cousin sister. (laughs) But she was telling me, she's like, you know, there's just all this space and you don't know what to do with it. And I'm like, this is true. This is what I feel. I feel like there's so much space and it's driving me a little crazy and it's kind of making me feel very lonely and it's weird because I don't usually feel lonely and I just don't know what to do with this space and it's a time where I can pick and choose of who can occupy that space but it's just right now it's not at that point I'm just like what do I do with all of this right now like I I, it's overwhelming and you're just like sitting with that alone all the time so I I gotta figure it out, you know, and it's gonna be alright. But we gonna be alright. We gonna be alright. I don't know the rest because I'm French. Can you hear me? Can you feel me? We gonna be alright. Is that what he says? Yeah. Um anyway, thanks for listening guys. Hopefully I wasn't too chaotic and weird and kids okay (laughs) okay i'm being (laughs) all right we out i'll see you soon i didn't post anything for august is for september but i'll just post twice this month yay making promises that i have to keep now all right (laughs) bye